All right, we'll get going here. I am going to get Taj on in a moment, but uh, if you are new here, my name is Dusty Madison. I am an online business manager and I help female athletes turn successful business owners, create winning systems and teams so they can elevate their business and secure their legacy. So I am a former collegiate coach for that, an athlete. Uh, I guess I still consider myself an athlete. And uh, it is a segment of the population I'm very passionate about, um, ath athletes in general. So that's why I'm so excited to have Taj on here today, who is an athlete transition coach. He has uh, been in the game for a while here, working with athletes and doing lots of great things in addition to hosting a podcast. And we'll talk about that as well. So let me go ahead and I'll take a moment. Here we go. Yes. Hello. How are you, Taj? I'm great, Dusty. How are you? Good. I just need to adjust this. It always like cuts it off at a weird angle when you go. I know. <laughs> I'm over here trying to get mine together too. Like. We're all good. You all look right, great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So do you. I like your earrings. I don't wear earrings, but I like yours. <laughs> one of my former athletes made these for me so you know i gotta represent them that's nice you got the handmade vibes going on the handmade <laughs> jewelry i respect it awesome we got some great uh people joining us here today they're excited to hear from you man <laughs> yeah i'm excited to be here i've been looking forward to this all week and i'm excited to bring you on my podcast i think it's next month personally yeah. december yep, yeah looking forward to it yeah so fun so um just letting people know how we connected. Uh, I believe you commented on one of my, my carousel posts about um, athlete mentality is good or great until, you know, the, in da da da. And that got a lot of, I think that resonated with a lot of people. So that's how we first connected. And then, you know, you reached out, we were able to chat over the phone, had a really great conversation. So I'm excited to have you on here today because, um, like I said in my intro, like you've been in this game for a while in terms of, you know, working with the athlete transition, which is such an important, um, such an important job just because it's such a um, kind of overwhelming transition for so many athletes. So why don't, um, you know, those who don't know you, why don't you go ahead and take a moment and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'll give the condensed version because I know you probably got some questions for me. So uh as as dusty mentioned my name is taj deshawn i'm a former football player at stony brook university and when i finished my football career i struggled like a lot of athletes just like you were talking about dusty and uh that's the same reason i liked your posts and all of your posts because you're really speaking to what it's like and the challenges that athletes face so me personally i decided that after years of struggling myself with the transition trying to figure out who i was outside of the jersey i decided i was going to help other people other athletes um, get through that challenge. And I basically look at myself as someone who has gone back in time to be the person that I needed in my corner during that time. Yeah. And uh, in 2018, you mentioned I've been at it for a few years. So in 2018, I took my skills that I had been accumulating in the workforce, specifically as a recruiter. I was uh, helping people land jobs and put food on the table for their families. So I took that skill set, started my own business, Thrive After Sports, and um, took those skills and started helping athletes through the transition and helping them map out the next steps. And so uh, of course, I do coaching, but that led into a whole bunch of other things that I wasn't even foreseeing. I just wanted to coach, like do the one-on-one okay. -on -one coaching, but it's led into me being an author, 
um, you know, vice president of a publishing company. I have a podcast called Thrive After Sports, and uh, I go into universities and speak now too. So that's a little, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Man, no, it's just so cool to see, you know, it's just like you thought you're going, you know, starting with one thing and then it's just like keeps, keeps growing, keeps expanding. So that's, that is amazing. So, you know, what, I mean, I guess you touched on a little bit, but if you could go in a little bit more detail, like, why, like, what's your why behind what you're doing and why you decided to go this direction? Yeah, I, my why was that, um, so I always say it's like 50% selfish and 50% selfless. <laughs> so I like to be transparent with that because that was one of the first conversations you and I had. Um, I felt that I was, I was being called um, to, to go do more than I was, that I could, that I was capable of doing in a corporate setting. And I really wanted to branch out and do my own thing and also do something that was fulfilling to me. And mm -hmm. so that's the self, the selfish part of it. The selfless part of it is that, well, if I'm going to be dedicating all my time to doing something and building a business and, you know, facing the highs and lows that come with that, I want to be doing something that's having an impact on people, a direct impact. So that's the reason I started it. Like I said, I wanted to be the person I needed in my corner. I wanted to be the light at the end of the tunnel for former athletes who are struggling. I had a lot of great people who helped pull me up and kind of get me out of that dark space and just help me get clear on getting back on my feet. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I have enough to where I can pass this on to other people. So that was my why. I just wanted to help other people avoid some of the pitfalls that, that I ran into after I was done playing ball. Yeah. Yeah. What was that transition like for you? Well, I always like to take people back to uh, the year is 2013. That's when I graduated. No, 2012. Um, going into 2013, I came back home and I was back in my childhood bedroom. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I knew I wasn't going to play in the NFL, but still I was completely unprepared for what was to come next. You know, so I'm back home in my childhood bedroom. I got my little Pop Warner trophies and high school trophies all around. <laughs> and my mom's telling me to take out the trash. And don't get me wrong. I'm grateful that my, my folks let me move back in with them. But just a huge fall from grace to go from, you know, playing on a, on a big stage at a D1 level to like, now I'm back home as an unemployed college grad in my childhood bedroom with no job prospects and no idea of what I even want to do or where to begin. Yeah. So yeah. that led to a, a lot of, a lot of drinking, um, just a lot of isolation. I wasn't able to articulate what I was going through at the time. I just pretty much existed in my room with the door closed, didn't even talk to my family. And the only time I really came out of my room was to eat or uh, to go out drinking with my friends to kind of mask some of the pain that I was going through. So that's what it was like for me initially. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and I, yeah, and I know you're not alone. I mean, um, and I think it's, there's, I think there's more resources that have come about, you know, in the last, like, you know, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm a few years older than you. So there was definitely like not much available then, but even since you've graduated, I think that there's definitely more just in terms of career and leadership, at least, you know, when I was at Wisconsin. So that's really great to see, but I think there still is definitely, you know, need for someone as yourself, you know, just having been out now as, you know, entrepreneur and is be able to, like you said, give back and be able to be that person that you needed when you were in your twenties. Thank you, Dusty. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, um, you know, I, I don't think you're that much older than me, but um, <laughs> with me graduated in 2012, like you said, back then there was virtually nothing going on for former athletes. Um, and even in 2018, when I really started being serious about doing this work, there wasn't much going on then either. You know, you might see an article on the NCAA website that says 
this is how you prepare for a job interview, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't really address the underlying issues. And so um, it's been cool to see the effort to help athletes transition. And you know this from, from being at Wisconsin, that even the effort in the athletic departments is better with the rise of like life skills coordinators and, yeah. you know, programming. And then you have people who are popping up and raising their hand and saying, I want to be a part of this work. I want to help too. I got to give a shout out to Keith Sconiers, who's on here right now. That's that guy's like a brother to me. And awesome. uh, so if you're watching live or, or watching the recording, check out Keith Sconiers. He's doing some great work to help former athletes too. So. Cool. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I have a thought, but I, I wanted to welcome those who just, uh, just popped on. My name is Dusty Madison. I am an online business manager for female athletes turned business owners. And I'm here with Taz Deshawn, who is a athlete career, athlete transition career, sorry, athlete transition coach. I'll get that one time. Hey, it doesn't um, matter how you say it. It's, all good. it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same, all the same. Um, the one thing I was just going to say real quick was, you know, it also comes down to the athlete too, right? And we've been like, we're conditioned as athletes to not uh, ask for that help, right? Or, you know, to a certain extent, I think it's becoming more, much more acceptable. Um, and a lot of the coaches are getting um, more on track and up to date with what is needed to be, you know, as a coach in terms of the support given to student athletes and being able to have that environment where it creates, you know, creates an environment where you can be open. And, mm -hmm. um, but it does come down to the athlete as well, being willing to, I think, ask for that and, and look for that post-graduation. Yeah, definitely. It's, and it's one of those things where you don't necessarily I think the conversations opened up like we were just talking about. But at the end of the day, as an athlete, a lot of athletes still don't know that there are people, you know, doing this type of work like you and I and many others. They don't know that there are people like that available who are saying, hey, we can help you. We can help you. We've been through it personally. We can help you get through the other side of this. Um, and a lot of times you don't necessarily know that you're going to need that until you find yourself wrapping right. up your college career or <laughs> wrapping up your professional career. And now you're like, oh, man, I kind of have to figure out, you know, how to be an adult now or how to like, you know, bring value to the marketplace. And I don't even know how to do that or where to start. And yeah. so to your point, I think that um, it's good that more people are popping up because the more people are able to help, the more the conversation is going to open up and the more resources will be available for athletes. Totally. Yeah, totally. So what, so you're at home, you're, you're living with your fam. What gave you the confidence to get out and decide to, you know, make that change uh, and start your own business? Well, the first thing was I, I realized that I had to, before I started my business, I, I had to get out of the house because I was, like I said, I was going through that depression. And what I did was I was like, okay, I can either continue to feel sorry for myself and just be living at home, or I can try to figure out the next steps and figure out who I want to be now that I'm no longer Taj the football player. So once I got serious about that, I started networking like crazy and I started opening up about what I was going through. So that allowed me to heal. And then it also allowed me to start connecting with people who could help pull me up. And so at that point, um, that's what allowed me to get a job, move out of my mom and dad's house. But after several years of having uh, success in the corporate world, like I said, as a recruiter, I was like, I feel like I got to be doing something else. Mm -hmm. And I, to be honest with you, Dusty, it wasn't even like a confidence thing. Because it's not like I knew anything about business back then. Not that I have it all figured out today by any means. But what I did know was that um, I was unfulfilled and I couldn't ignore the call to go do something more. 
And so I always tell people I didn't have a choice. It wasn't even like a confidence thing because I, I, I took a lot of bumps and bruises and earned my stripes and entrepreneurship. Uh, I, I even at one point went completely broke and had to move back in with my mm. parents after moving out. So it wasn't a confidence thing. It was just like, I feel like I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret not going for something that is on my heart to go out and do. So yeah. the confidence came from just being like, I have to do this. I have to at least give it a shot. Even if it doesn't work out, then um, at least I went for it. And thank God after four years, <laughs> you know, uh, four years of putting in work, um, doing what I'm doing, it's, it's started to pay off. So, yeah. 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 You made the decision and just did it, right? Just That's it. it. That's it. So dive a little deeper into, uh, I mean, how you then help a recent grad or even, I know that you even work with, you know, former athletes that are further along from graduation. So in your role as athlete transition coach, like how does that work? Yeah. So like you said, I work with athletes anywhere from like recently graduated, like 22, 23 years old all the way up to like late 20s, early 30s. I think one of the, the oldest athletes I worked with was 33. And so that just kind of speaks to the point that the transition out of athletics isn't just like, you know, oh, I'm a recent grad or I just finished my professional career. You're going through that transition until you actually find a new vehicle um, that you can be just as excited about waking up and pursuing like you did with your sport. Yeah. And so the range is wide. It's mostly recent grads, you know, in the 20, 22 to 26-ish range, I would say. Um, but I'm sorry, the second part of your question was like, what am I actually, was the, the program yeah, so, like? Okay. Yeah, well, like, what's the, let's like, what's the process that you go through with, with them? Yeah, so the process is structured, and it's changed a lot over the years. Um, yeah. I really spent a lot of time perfecting my craft, like making sure that what I was delivering was actually getting results for people, and they were leaving transformed after they, after they finished the program. But what I do is, is pretty straightforward. I do eight weeks. I have an eight-week program, and I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. So we do one scheduled call per week. And it's one-on-one -on -one intentionally because not that good things don't come from group coaching. I've done group coaching, but I feel that in a one-on-one -on -one setting, you can just get a lot deeper and people, especially athletes who are used to being prideful and, and looking tough all the time. Yeah. In a one-on-one -on -one setting, they're a lot more uh, likely to be vulnerable and open up about certain things. And so the process that I use is basically over that eight weeks, it's kind of broken down into three different pillars. Like the first pillar, we're spending a good amount of time, the first week or two or three weeks, I would say, getting them past some of the emotional uh, internal things that they may be dealing with. Because you know this, Dusty, I never want to come to someone and be like, hey, so you just finished your, you know, your basketball, your football, your soccer career. What do you want to do now? What kind of job do you want? Like, that's, <laughs> that's jumping the gun a little bit. There's a lot yeah. that needs to happen before we even get to that place. And so I spend those, that first um, segment of the program just really helping them process what they're dealing with. A lot of times, and you know this, people haven't even had anybody to talk through, talk with um, what they're dealing with and feel like no one can relate. Like most people are just like, you can't play with your ball anymore. What's the big deal? Yeah. You know, not understanding that it's a traumatic experience. So the first segment is getting them past that because I don't want anyone to be on their path executing on the new vision. And then they get tripped up by things that could have been addressed up front. Yeah. So after the first part is done, I spend the second, like the middle part of the program, helping them get 100% clear on what they want to do. Um, that can mean short term, long term. I'm always looking at the big picture vision. Like if you have to take this job in the meantime, but you're working on this mm -hmm. in your spare time, that's yeah. where I want to focus on. Like, like I said, creating something that they can be just as excited about pursuing as they did with the sport. And then to wrap it up, once they're clear on their vision and they know exactly what they want to do 
and how they want to get there. Then I spend the latter part of it just kind of uh, holding them accountable to the things that they mm-hmm. said they were going to do to take those next steps and also connecting them with other people who can help them get there. Cause I'm not, you know, I'm not so arrogant where I think like I'm the end all be all. I'm the only coach or mentor you need. There are a lot of other great people, specifically former athletes who are doing great things out in the world. And so I have those contacts in any industry where it's like, Hey, if you want to get into real estate, if you want to get into technology, if you want to be a coach, now you can have other people helping you, helping pull you up. So that's, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, and I think, you know, there's, you know, there's um, career coaches and, you know, um, I mean, recruiters, I guess, you know, but I think just like having to work with someone who is being able to work with someone who is a former athlete, like you understand, like you said, the mentality. So it's not like, you're jumping right in without asking those key questions, like you said, of, you know, the just the emotional, mental side that they are, you know, are working through. And I think especially like these next few classes that are going to be graduating are going to be probably almost even more in need of something like that, just because knowing, you know, all the like strain that's been on, um, uh, you know, just being able to get in to see someone to chat through things during the year, like those services are like maxed out at most universities. So it's like, I, I just, I think there's going to be a lot of like untapped, um, uh, I guess, or there's gonna be a lot of athletes that haven't worked through a lot of things, you know, in these next couple graduating classes. That's just my perspective, but. No, I'm right there with you. I think, um, especially like you said, with all the NIL stuff going on, I know athletic departments are going through a huge change right now, trying to keep up and put people in place to to deal with that. And unfortunately, I think, um, I can't speak for every university, but I think it kind of can take some of the attention off of helping the athletes get prepared for it after their sport. And so that's why I love what you're doing too, because it applies to NIL, um, but it also just applies to kind of being prepared for after you're done playing. Because if you can help, an athlete start a business while they're still in school. That's a beautiful situation right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Let's see where that goes. <laughs> awesome. So um, would you say that like, there's a specific athlete, a former athlete that was like, yes, that is someone that is ready to work with me. Like, you know, there's, I feel like there's some athletes that are like, are very like pinpointed on the careers. Like maybe they are in engineering or something like that. And so it's like a path is pretty clear for them. I mean, they can definitely change, change routes, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to stay with that, but would you say that there's like, kind of like you, you're seeing a certain type of athlete or someone, you know, with a certain, I guess, story from their, their time, you know, during their four years that, that it's like, yes, they definitely would benefit from working with you. Yeah, I have a couple of thoughts on that. I think, uh, so initially it was just mostly football players because what I was doing was kind of spreading through word of mouth. And that's, you know, I'm a football player. So it spread through my former teammates and their friends and family. And, um, but as it started to branch out, I realized that it wasn't just a football player thing. It's an athlete thing. And so over the years, I've worked with I can't even necessarily think of a sport I haven't worked with, maybe like fencing or something kind of random, like no offense to any fencer. No, there's not a ton. Uh, Exactly. So, okay. I don't feel as bad now, but um, I haven't, 
I've probably worked with athletes from any level, you know, both collegiate, mostly collegiate, like I said, collegiate, professional, any sport, men and women. Um, but to your point, like, there's a very rare group of athletes who, like, know exactly what they want to do when they're done mm -hmm. playing. And so I'm really here to support the athletes who have no clue or even the athletes who they may think they know what they want to do, but, like, it kind of <laughs> hey, – Hodge is asking have... if you've worked with them. I have worked with rowers. Yeah, I've worked with yeah. a couple uh, female rowers. So awesome. for sure, shout out to the rowers. Um, but it's like even the athletes who may think that they know what they want to do, unlike, and you know this, Dusty, unlike um, athletes in college who are, are co uh, college students who aren't playing sports, there's no time to really prepare and like get the internship experience and all that. So a lot of people are coming out like, I think I want to do this, but then you get into it. And it's like, this isn't it. I need to make a pivot. So that's like half of the athletes I work with. Half of them come to me and they have no clue. The other half are like, hey, I thought I wanted to do this or I started out in coaching or I started out in sales and I'm not really digging this. I got to figure out <laughs> what, I, what I'm going to do next. So I get a wide range of, of people that, that are interested in getting some work done. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, what would you say, what's your advice for athletes transitioning um, into a new career and especially if they're looking into entrepreneurship? Man, okay, so I'll, I'll kind of tie them both together. I'm a little biased and I have to be careful not to like yeah. steer athletes <laughs> into starting a business because it's not for everybody, you know? And I, and I think we live in a time where in this instant gratification culture, people think think that means I'm just going to be like a solopreneur and, you know, be the next Mark Zuckerberg or something. So I have to set realistic expectations. Like, um, of course, you don't have to work a nine to five. You can carve out a lane for yourself like I did, like, like you've done. You can carve out a lane for yourself where you're an entrepreneur. But I always start with whatever you're doing, make sure it's bigger than uh, just money, right? And I say that because when it's all said and done, money is enough to get you started, but it's not going to keep you going in the long term. Like yeah. if I was doing what I, what I did for money, I would have quit a long time ago when I was dead broke, right? And now I've come out the other side of it because I stay consistent with my mission and what I believe in. So I always tell people, whether you're starting out in a career or you're going into business for yourself, make sure you're 100% clear on why it is that you're doing what you want to do. Who do you want to help? Who do you want to serve? Because that's what keeps you going when times get hard. If it's just about you, um, and I've been guilty of this before. I've done things that were only where I was the only one benefiting from it. Mm -hmm. And when it's only about you, you'll crash and burn eventually when times get hard. If you have in the back of your mind, like, this is bigger than me. This is going to help countless other people, even when I'm no longer here. Those are the type of missions, careers, businesses that you want to commit yourself to because that's going to keep you going. And the money will eventually come. It's only a matter of time if you stay consistent. So that's my general advice to people getting started. Um, and then also, last but not least, get clear on what works for you, too, yeah. you know, because you may think you want to do something, but I always tell people, you got to think about, don't just think about what you want to do, think about how you want to live, right? A lot of people get so caught up in, uh, just as an example, I want to be a lawyer. That's great, but are you willing to go to law school? Do you know, have you talked to any lawyers? Have you, have you seen what the day-to-day -day life of a lawyer looks like, or did you just see it in a movie, and you want to put a suit on and drive a Maserati? So. You know, yeah. those are things that I like to throw out there for people to just kind of think about. Yeah. Awesome. So before we wrap up, is there anything that I missed or anything, you know, anything else to, and you run, I mean, and you're doing a podcast and everything. I mean, what's that like? The podcast is fun. Honestly, the podcast, when I started that, it started bringing a lot more attention to what I'm doing now. 
And um, it started out with just me wanting to share. Originally, the podcast was me sharing my thoughts and just kind of sharing what helped me get to the other side of trying to figure out who I was outside of the jersey. Yeah. And it evolved. The, the podcast has evolved over the years. Um, instead of just me talking all the time, I still do solo episodes. But now I'm interviewing great people like yourself who I'm interviewing next month. And, the you know, it's called Thrive After Sports. So I want to bring on people who are yeah. former athletes or coaches who are doing great things. Um, in the world because I want to set the example that it's not just me look at all these great people hey thank you coach E that's my high school coach right there shout out to him that's love thank you coach E Um, but yeah that's what the podcast is about it's it's been an awesome experience because I've gotten to connect with a lot of great people and I know when coaches and, and players and parents of players tune in they get to hear all these cool stories and all these former athletes who have built businesses and are high ups and and companies and um Oh, I forgot to talk about the book. Where, where yeah, go. Get... Okay, go. the book, Thrive After Sports, right here. This uh-huh. is the first book right here. So um, that book is like my coaching program in book format. I always tell anyone, that's not an autobiography. You know, you're not oh. going to be reading, I was born in 1991. <laughs> Nobody cares. This is The book is designed for athletes to help you get from point A to point B and get clear on your vision. And then we recently uh, published this book that's self-published in 30 days, Athletes Entrepreneur. That's myself and 20 other former athletes turned entrepreneurs. We got to get you on volume two, Dusty, for sure. Right. But um, cool. that's a great book for anyone interested in entrepreneurship. So you can read the stories of other former athletes who are, and how they got there. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I got. Well, you're staying busy. It's really impressive. And no, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just so fun to connect with people such as you that are so passionate, you know, and I mean, there, there's, there is so much out there for athletes, but it just doesn't feel like it's always super focused or, you know, like, and so it's just great to see someone who's really like taking it and wanting to make a difference, you know, for these, these kids and who are coming out, but also coming out right out of college or, you know, making that transition, you know, making, deciding to like switch things up later in life. So that's awesome. How can, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, you can connect. I think the best place is probably just uh, TajDeshaun.com because all my social media handles are at the top of the website there. But uh, I'm Taj Deshaun on, I'm very active on Instagram and LinkedIn. So I'm just Taj Deshaun on there as well. Um, Everything else is linked on the website. You can, I mean, my podcast Thrive After Sports is available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you go. Um, The books you can get on my website as well. Just click the books tab. But that's where I like to point people to. Oh, and I always I have to leave it with this. Yes. The coaching that I do, thanks to Athlete Soul, shout out to Miriam Glass, they're a nonprofit. Um, I have a partnership with them where I have scholarships available. So people may be cool. listening like, yeah, all this sounds great, but how much does it charge? It's free. So I work with athletes for free and we have scholarships available through Athlete Soul. So I'm able to be compensated, but the athletes don't have to pay. So just reach out. We'll get you a scholarship set up if uh, finances are an issue. All right. Do they have a, um, they must have an Instagram account, huh? Yeah, it's athletes sold. Uh, that's the Instagram. The website is athletesold.org. Okay. I'll try to link it in the, um, when I post the replay, I'll try to link it. Cool. Thank you. And they can reach out to me too. And I can also get the scholarship set up. So. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for for coming on here today and I can't wait to chat with you next oh gosh the sun finally came out here in Wisconsin <laughs> um 
No, I can't wait to chat with you in uh, in December, and that'll be yeah, really likewise. fun to be on your podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody make sure you tune in for that. I'll make sure I let you know when it's released and everything. I'm looking forward to interviewing you this time. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks, Saj. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And thank you, everyone, for joining. It was awesome having you here. Thank you, Dusty. Have a great day. You too.